Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Campers, rise and shine, and don't forget your booties, because it's cold out there today. It's cold out there every day. What is this, Miami Beach? Oh, uh, thank God it's not, because we are back here for Groundhog Day 3 of Groundhog Week here on Robin Akiva, Need a Podcast. And now here's the man who did forget his booties when he stepped in the puddle and got hypothermia. It's Akiva Winokur. Akiva, how are you? I actually was just getting um, teased by my wife and daughter that they uh, they heard yesterday's story and they're like, wait, is that you? why you didn't go to work today? Mm-hmm. I was like, kind of. And they're like, do you really? They heard me on the podcast. They said, like, do you really think you have hypothermia? I said I might have like the sniffles, but I didn't want to podcast. Out. They just hear you on talk. They hear through yeah. the walls. Yeah, 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 yeah for that's, sure. That's no, the only they definitely yeah. don't. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they know the name of the podcast. Mm-hmm. They don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, let, let's just get to some business up front. Uh, so uh, that uh, we have a little bit of a good news, bad news situation. Uh, the bad news is that Eric can't be with us here for this episode of the podcast. Uh, we had hoped to do all seven days uh, with Eric, but he is a busy guy. He's doing the best that he can. And uh, we are under no illusion that the biggest draw about this podcast is that Eric is doing it with us. Uh, but unfortunately, he can't be here with us. Hopefully, uh, he's back with us again soon. But we do have a 
nice surprise for our listeners because Akiva, you scrambled mm-hmm. and got us a great guest for today. Yeah, I said, uh, this movie is 90 minutes long on 88 minutes notice. Who can I get? Mm-hmm. I was recording 32 fans and I stopped the podcast and I told my co-host, well, you got to watch the movie right now. You have exactly enough time. <laughs> okay. All right, he said, you know what he said? What? He said, we still need to do the Manscaped ad. And we did like a t- <laughs> Manscaped ad. So I assume he watched okay. on one point. All right. All right. Here he is. Uh, the always Manscaped Alex Chester. Mm, so happy to be back on Renap. So is this the 10,001st day in a row that you've done the podcast? Because things are different. Yes. Different is good, right? Oh, well, you think we're out good. of the loop already, maybe? That's maybe. Possible. Yeah, we've, you guys learned all the lessons you need to learn. No, not ready even to close. Move forward. Not even close. We have a lot still no. to learn here today. Mm. As, you and uh, Keith aren't ready to uh, rent a house in Puxatani? Uh, well, you know, that you, you were talking about, I know you just finished watching the movie, so you're talking about all the things from the end of the movie. Uh, mm. Akiva, at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, that I didn't notice this, that Phil says to Rita, let's live here. Which which kind of makes sense. You know, he's invested like at least 10 years. The whole town loves him at this point. The whole like, town loves him. He's invested that. all this time that mm-hmm. that this all this knowledge that he's accrued, 99% of it is useless beyond like <laughs> like he should be the mayor of Punxsutawney. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. he should have let his brother die as the mayor so there would have been like an opening for mayor. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he would have been like, uh, you know, he because he knows every single thing about every single person here. So it's all. But he says to her, let's live here. We'll rent this time, which mm-hmm. that that last line threw me for a loop. We'll rent this time. He's never bought a house here. What does he mean by so, we'll rent this is that, time? Is that definitely what he said, Alex? Do you remember that? Yeah, that, that, time? that the captions, the ca- he says, we'll rent to start. Is what the caption said. Ah, okay. That's maybe Rob. That maybe that's what he's saying. We'll, we'll rent, rent to start. start. Yeah, we'll start off as rent. So I think he's making a that joke about like how long they're going to commit to being in Puxatani. Hmm. Also, but otherwise, yeah. If it was this time, then it would raise a bunch of questions. You're right, Rob. Okay. Wow, you think there's been like a few February thirds? We'll rent be crazy. to start. Rent to start. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my bad. You know, the other thing about this project that has been illuminating in a bad way for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has okay. been sometimes I'm I'm so sure of things, and this must uh-huh. might be how Akiva feels all the time. Oh no, I, I'm you so confident and sure about things that I know we're in the movie, and then uh-huh. every day I have the opportunity, like oh, there's that thing that I knew that I know I said yesterday was right, and then I get mm-hmm. to that thing, and it's not what what I said yesterday. We mm-hmm. had a, a emailer who said that the auction bid was three hundred thirty nine dollars. I thought it was three hundred thirty-eight dollars. Uh-huh. And we get to that and I'm like, scene wow, that's impressive that Rob, you know, is correct yeah. in this person. And we get to that so scene well. in the movie, and of course, I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> and it's just like, oh man, like uh, I thought I knew that, and I was wrong. This makes me feel good because I feel like I'm getting called out on this more than you. Now I think I may have caught this from Chester, who's I think maybe the king of this. Everything's all or nothing. He's incapable of thinking that like it, mm-hmm. it, like something's either hundred percent. We, I can't even yeah. say what it was, but we had a debate this week that was like, he made the most sweeping generalization of all time about a number, not a group of people. A number. And it was like, I was just saying like with the majority of whatever. And it was yeah. clearly. Yeah. Well, okay, but let's go into detail. <laughs> no, let's not. Oh my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Off the, um, we'll well, let, let's talk about how much um, Rita pays for him though. Is she, is that cash? So she counted up all the cents in her purse. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I, I, it, would, it would have to be because if she's writing a check, she wouldn't be limited, you know. Well, maybe that's how much she knows she has in her checking account. 
Um, mm. It is interesting that they get into like this charity auction. Like these people do not live in this town. Like uh, Chris Elliott is being auctioned. Like he's leaving. Is it right. just for the <laughs> night? Is this like an escort service? <laughs> yeah. And how do they not have a list of bachelors beforehand? Like anybody who yeah, wants can just come rely up. on who steps up. Is there yeah. no is there no single man in the whole town? They're just taking strangers. Just strange randos that are here for the night. All right. Put them up for auction. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, at least Bill Murray is like ostensibly he's a celebrity. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, a Pittsburgh weatherman. That's the celebrity in Punxsutawney. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, he's also he becomes friends with everyone in town by this point. Yes, he's the yeah. last. He spent the last twelve hours becoming everyone's friend. Yeah, are his yeah. broadcasts locally seen in Punxsutawney? Are, are they getting Can't in Punxsutawney? Cannot be. They are they not getting far. Pittsburgh. Or they, but I mean that in in Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, and again, Pennsylvania. I know we have a lot of Pennsylvania listeners. I feel sure. like you either get the news from Pennsylvania or you get the news from Pittsburgh. Oh, you mean Philly or Pittsburgh? So I just searched Philly or Pittsburgh. Sorry. Yeah. So Punxsutawney receives its television programming from the Johnstown Altoona media market. There, so yeah, there's we're from Rob. We're East coast or coastal elites who've <laughs> lived in, you know, the three coasts of New York, LA and Minnesota combined. Yes. And the, you, there are some real small markets out there and they still have news channels. That's sort of what's mm -hmm. amazed me that like there are um, there are like every small area. I, there are, I think, multiple people who listen to the show who are like news producers in Maine, like mm -hmm. every every um, every little place has their own. That's why someone's like, hey, I'm in market 87. Mm -hmm. that's yeah. probably Although Altoona. that's less and less true today because of um, but but you you raise a good question, Rob, which is. It's only an, I looked it up, it's only an hour and 27 minute drive from Pittsburgh to Puxatani. Yeah. Which sort of raises the initial threshold question of Phil hates being there so much. Why do they have to come the day before and book a hotel room in the first place? It's, it's an hour and a half drive. Just come in and out that same day. I guess they want to make sure nothing goes wrong. I mean, yeah, it's, also it's early. It's <laughs> early that they do it. I probably have to leave at like, you know, 4 a.m., 5 a.m. to go do it. Yeah. Oh, I have more. Uh, I have a bunch of fact checks from the things Akiva said on the last two oh, days. Oh, please. Okay. Um, <laughs> Akiva, you said there's a bunch of Starbucks in Puxatani. The closest one is in Clarion, Pennsylvania, 38 miles away. Okay. And that's in 2023, not even 1990. I don't think there were any Starbucks in 1993. Not even in Seattle? Yeah. Well, I mean, in Puxatani. Yeah. yeah, by the way, um, somebody, uh, Nick wrote in and said what you said, Alex. He said that the local news station is less than two hours away from Puxatani. There's no way they'd pay for three hotel rooms until instead of making them leave at three. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, so you're right. Yeah. OK, now let's talk about the hotel thing also for a second. So he, he prefers the bed and breakfast because he said the hotel was a flea bag, you know, last year. In, in what scenario would you ever prefer a bed and breakfast where you don't even have your own bathroom over like a formal hotel? Yeah, how hmm. bad is that hotel? That's a good question. It's insane. And also, by the way, a room with a sink and no toilet, I can tell you from personal experience, having lived in a dorm with uh, sinks and no bathrooms, like if you have a sink and no bathroom, everybody's peeing in that sink. And so that is yeah, not a great bed and Yeah, in college, I pee in the sink for sure. Wow. Yeah. If I'm not like putting on shoes at two in the morning to go to the communal bathroom. I'm, we had yeah. a sink in our room. I'm peeing in the sink. Yeah. Okay. All right. Actually, like can we drill down even more? Phil gets in the shower, but first of all, before turning the water on, which like as a new shower, that's a bad move. Like you always got to test the new shower. Sure. But also this is, he showers at night only. So he's a night shower guy. Like he wakes up in the morning, goes on TV without showering. That also seems weird. 
Oh boy, I guess that he, did he take You're a You're going to start a war between the night showers yeah, and the morning showers. Uh, so I think it was probably a, an important piece of the plot that he showered on the night of February 1st because that he's ready and showered to go every single day. Imagine he was like, oh man, I got to take a shower. That, that he, would so have- he, he showered in, he showers in Pittsburgh. He goes and does the, the news. Then he drives over to Puxatawney. He spends the evening there. He wakes up the next morning. He goes and films everything. That whole time, no shower until... Hmm. later the night of the second yeah i guess i so i I guess i'm go ahead i think i you know so there's a debate but rob are you a night shower or morning shower um i probably am more night showers yeah and i'm a morning shower alex is like a a hot tub guy i think or something (laughs) but (laughs) i but really even though i am a a proud morning shower (laughs) and i also think it's because i'm around more people like i'm walking into the office right a lot of people sitting in small conference rooms or whatever at home. There's just a couple people. They already probably think I'm gross. Like, yeah. what am I going to do? Impress them with. Yeah, being I don't see anybody. Nobody smells. Me. Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, people would argue even Nobody if you lived even alone, sees my it's legs, like a, it's a sheets or uh, <laughs> do you have <laughs> legs? Seen these legs since 20, 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but really, if we're being honest with ourselves, you should probably shower at night and in the morning at night. So you're going to bed clean and your bed isn't gross. And in the morning, because like, you, you know, you were going up and you haven't showered in a while and it's going to be 24 hours if you don't shower for work. So you think p- people should be showering twice a day? If you're going to work or going out, yes, I think you should probably. I think everybody. I'm not different. saying I do. I think it depends on how much you sweat, how much you, uh, you know, mm. expend energy. Yeah. Like I'm sure. not a sweater. Yeah, I'm a sweater. Is this I a safe place to complain about my wife? Yeah. Yeah, of course. She's not okay. listening yeah. to this podcast. I mean, this is, no, no, this no is the most yeah. safe place to complain about your wife. It's true. It's true. Anytime yeah. you want to come okay. on. So, we'll give you a- I, I will not step foot. I will not touch any part of my bedroom after I've just worked out because I'm sweaty. Like before I go in the shower mm-hmm. out of respect, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into the bed sweaty. Yeah. yeah. Jen will come directly from working out and just lie in bed. And I'll say to her, like, aren't you going to shower first? And she's like, it's okay. I don't sweat. She claims not to sweat. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. I think she is probably cleaner sweaty then you are not sweaty <laughs> i like i've never okay but she in 18 she years sweats, of that like marriage i've sweats. never once thought oh my wife smells you know what i mean <laughs> she just like i don't know it might be a man woman thing like i, I do think yeah i'll i'll, I'll I, co-sign I, that i don't sweaters. think i've ever uh ever said in you know it's gonna be 20 years that i'm with my wife i don't think i've mm-hmm. ever said mm-hmm. that my wife uh smells bad mm-hmm. i mean are we talking yeah. breath also or <laughs> Or no, I meant like mostly body. Oh, no, no. You just yeah, said yeah, this is a safe space. space. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, as far as like an odor, like from a person, yeah, yeah. no. A lot no. of it's not. It's not about the scent. It's about like the the dampness. But I'm hard of, like, smelling. You... Yeah, no. You don't hear about people being hard of smelling often. Mm-hmm. So yeah, even you to admit. Yeah, the the dampness. Uh, you know, it's for another time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, oh, Andrew and many other people are are uh, in the corrections department saying, oh, boy, we're getting so many corrections on this podcast. So many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know this was uh, like That's why we got to keep going of- until we get it right. Uh, like, we can't yeah. stop until we do a podcast with no mistakes. This is not like the New York Times. We have to issue like a correction section. Every day. But uh, Andrew's one of many people to point out. Listen to day two. And does Akiva think that male chickens lay eggs? Yeah, we were talking well, about I guess you've we never on. misspoke in your life, Andrew. Chester, did do you even remember when Akiva was talking about chickens? I have no recollection of this. Well, you have the rooster and you have the hen. Who's having sex with the chicken? 
<laughs> yeah, but in the movie, in the in the movie, in the kind of yeah. movie, like, I, are there? Even- I think he says it tastes. He says it tastes. The groundhog tastes like chicken. Oh, okay. And then, and then, how did we get? The I don't know eggs? how to keep a second. I don't from know how we got eggs. in the gender yeah. or whatever. But I, I misspoke. I'm, it's the first time it's ever happened. Mm-hmm. It'll be yeah. the last. You all have my apologies. I'm very sorry. Yeah, boy. Uh, everyone's smart. To, se- I'm to segue from my Seinfeld You're reference, funny. I just made. Yeah. yeah, I'm a little disappointed that you guys, having done a full Seinfeld podcast, made no reference to you know Brian Doyle Murray, who of course plays uh, the father of the Bubble, Bubble Boy. Boy. Yeah, and ah, yeah, yeah, and and, and, and Stephen Tobolowski. Who plays Torque? What's his name? Torque Edmund or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yes. The, the healer. Yes, yeah, the, yeah. The, the triangles. Do you think is that anytime all-time? we see a show, we should mention that they were on? No, side. triangles was was a different guy. Different that was guy. that guy was fat. Remember, he eats too much and he gets chubby. Elaine okay. doesn't like that. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, that's good that we have any other Seinfeld uh, casting people. Uh, those uh, are the two that jumped to my mind. I haven't checked. Because it's like the somebody early did 90s. write in. Yeah, somebody wrote in and well, said. It, Andy, Andy McDowell is a poor woman's Julie Louis Dreyfus. Someone wrote in and said that. I could oh, see it. That's disrespectful. Yeah, similar, mm-hmm. similar hairstyles. So uh, Brian, there was such a separation of personality. Yeah. yeah, this movie comes out in '93. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. The um the Bubble Boy episode is '92. So Brian Doyle yeah. Murray lives in upstate New York in '92, and then a year later he's moved to Puxatawney in upstate Pennsylvania. You think the Canons are Pennsylvania. the same of Seinfeld and Groundhog Day? Mm. Well, Tobolowski's characters are very different. So it'd be, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me give you um, a interesting take that we haven't discussed yet through Groundhog Week. All right. Would you say it's intriguing and noteworthy or just interesting? Both. Okay. Um, That's an inside joke for 30 patrons. Okay. Uh, Well, we've gotten into discussing of uh, how does the time loop start? Why does it happen to Phil? What's going on here? There is an internet theory that says, Ned Ryerson mm-hmm. is responsible. Okay, go. I'm I'm interested. Ned go Ryerson is the devil. The devil. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like like Sam Smith in the at the Grammys. Just like that. Just like that. He um ends up that 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 here we go where uh you know Phil he runs into and. Phil just completely just Heisman's him when he sees him. He's like, uh, get, you know, get lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, what? You don't remember me? Uh, and he basically puts such a negative impression on Ned that he said, I'll fix your wagon. Okay. Uh, puts the, the, the hex on him. Mm. And then. But then how come? But then why? When he flips and he shows like love towards Ned, right. does Ned run himself? Because the devil hates love. Oh, okay. uh, um, but then finally, the but then what lesson is he? Day, what lesson is he trying to teach? The very last day, Alex. What happens? What happens with Ned Ryerson on the very on the day that ultimately ends it? When Phil buys all the insurance, buys for him? all the insurance, signs a deal with oh, with with Ned. Oh, a, a deal. Oh, he wasn't trying to be friends. He was just trying to make money. I see. A, a deal. No, no, no. A deal that includes the optional. Death and dismemberment clause. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, what is that clause? I've never even heard about that. We heard of health and car. Mm-hmm. Death and dismemberment. So maybe. Well, as Joe Rogan says, uh, the devil does love money, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. We'll cut, I, I have we'll another Ned question. Podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Sorry. You get when Ned over. tries to yeah. get Phil, to, when Ned tries to get Phil to remember him, 
He removes his hat to show his bald head. Like, was he bald in high school? Yeah, mm-hmm. that is weird, right? right? Well, he's Ned the Head. <laughs> he's Needle Nose <laughs> Ned. You yeah, I have me? a question about yes, that. Yes. Um. We, uh. Someone said, if you had to tell a guy to stop dating your sister in high school, I feel like you would never forget them. How does he not know that this is the guy who he no. dislikes so much? He did go over to him and say, Get away from my sister, never date her again. Yeah. You would remember that person. I mean, what was the problem? Yeah. He was too big of a loser to date his sister. Right. Was he like shaming the family's name with his dorkiness? It doesn't make sense. He probably was he, or is he a creep? Maybe it's who, Ned or uh, Phil? Well, he's the devil himself. Yeah. So we, I mean, know. yeah. How old was the sister? I guess is a good question. Oh, um, you think it was an age thing? It I don't like think really maybe. Creepy. Yeah. Maybe, you know. It was like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in high yeah. school. Um, but that uh Ned Ryerson uh Ned the head uh needle nose Ned um do you think that uh he had a good relationship with Phil was he friends with Phil No nah, he first of all he doesn't remember him B he knows him he Phil was probably one of the cool guys or at least thought he was one of the cool guys mm-hmm. Ned was a loser yeah. and like knew that he sort of look yeah. down on it. Phil never attempts yeah. to contact his sister. Um, that one of two family references uh, that are brought up in the movie, uh, the sister comes up twice. And then also Rita is looking for a guy who uh, loves his mom. Uh, Phil says, I'm getting very close. We find out that the phone lines, the long distance lines, by the end of the day, the blizzard knocks them out, but they should be working in the morning. Phil makes no effort to contact any family member. Ever you're saying Ever. like he well, right so he hasn't missed like to make to make amends you mean or to just say hey I'm stuck in a time loop yeah they would probably well, I mean, love crazy. you there's a lot of it doesn't it's not really clear to me is he stuck like the, so why doesn't he try and leave first thing in the morning before the snowstorm unexplained right yeah no access to a vehicle perhaps i don't know he could still i mean he steals a car later in the day access to a vehicle he's he's driving a mercedes what Mm -hmm. that's another question he shows up to the movie dressed in that in that uh poncho outfit which is very odd with this with this very attractive woman Mm -hmm. who uh is is only listed in the credits as as phil's movie date yeah Mm -hmm. where does she come from we never see her again yeah nancy walks by Mm mm-hmm yeah. We have no, that. Well, we said that yesterday. Nobody gave us any clarity to that scene. It it is the most baffling scene in the movie. Yeah, her name what is, is Sandy on? Mashmeyer, by the way. The, Phil's movie date. Here's what I think. I think that was part of a storyline that they ended up cutting, but for some reason left that scene in the movie. Like it has to be that they shot something. Yeah, out. you're right. Because there's no reason to like introduce this other attractive woman, but not give any context. Mm-hmm. How many times is Alex going to mention that she was attractive, Rob? What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Not enough. <laughs> By the way, she was. Flowers. Give her. her no, flowers. she was very. She, yeah, well, she was. She didn't get her name. The French maid. Her, by the way, yeah, yeah French maid outfit now, is uh, looking very good. And, and by the way, she she's most known for uh, Groundhog Day on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um, although she also I, she also did some to, fitness videos. Oh, yesterday. Yeah, I'm sure you watched all of them today. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday. On 5X, I had to do a quick. And then Alex tried to find out if she showers afterwards, but there was no. <laughs> Listen, no, Akiva. What was they, the they, they don't call me the fastest yeah. jack in Jefferson County for nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> Rob, we talked yesterday about Sam Elliott's like loser zero character, but you know, that they, they sort of didn't do anything with him. They didn't make any big choices, but I watched yeah, a little you bit. You keep calling watched- him Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott is a different guy. I'm like, who's Sam? <laughs> That's his dad. That's Chris his dad. Elliott. It's, it is his father to be fair. It's not like it's a, a Sam yeah, Elliott. They're like very different. I know the dad. Dad. You know, Chris you Elliott's know a Nepo baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been called. I get called Louie all the time. 
Alex, you ever get called by your dad's name by accident by some like old person from Minnesota? Probably. No, but let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever are, been? Are you um, sure? Is this is this fake news that Sam Elliott's son is Chris Elliott? Of course. Yeah, it's the acting Elliott. Abby Elliott. It couldn't be more different. It's like um, I'm it's like when sure. a father and, and, and kid are both professional athletes in totally different sports. Yeah, one's like a linebacker and one is like a punt returner. Yeah, one's Chris, a you know, good looking okay, guy with a mustache. We're emails on this. Chris Elliott's parents are Bob Elliott and Lee Elliott. Sam oh, Akiva, you big is liar. Not, is not the father. <laughs> <laughs> he is not the father. He's not but the Sam Elliott is Abby Elliott from SNL. Abby Elliott's, Elliott's yes, the that's father. True. Uh, yes, yeah. is okay. Chris Elliott. Sam Elliott. Chris Elliott. I think Sam and Chris are too close in age, probably, also. Yeah. yeah you think Famous uncle, actor maybe Sam Elliott. Uh, is not related to right. Chris Elliott. So Chris Elliott, mm. my point stands. So I he was uh, I, so I watched it a little bit more closely today to see what he had going. He is really a creep, Chris. He, Elliott. So when wh- yes, when Bill Murray steals yes yes the groundhog, he says. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, um, Andy McDowell says, "Why would anybody steal a groundhog?" Yeah, and then and then Chris Elliott, not Sam Elliott, says, "I could probably think of a couple reasons." Pervert. Who yes. went there? Why was why did he immediately yeah, go to bestiality with the ground? He's up? judging there. They, you feel like that he's projecting? Yeah, the the the, the you know uh Rob, Duff if someone asks you why you why someone would steal a groundhog and your first answer is to imply some kind of weird human mm-hmm. groundhog sexual liaison. Yeah. That's more on you than yeah. on the person. Yeah. I guess so. Rob, my, my shirt it, says it, I would yeah. never have sex with a groundhog. <laughs> yeah, all the questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fair. That, that is a uh, you know, good, pretty good, pretty good call. Um, th- let me ask a question. And I've watched this movie three times this week and I should know the answer to this. Um, but in the last day that Phil spends um, in the time loop, does he really give an explanation to Rita about what is going on? I feel like there are other days. So. <laughs> he doesn't. I think that's important that he does. Yeah, because I kind of feel like that he that um, this relationship that she, okay, she's like, okay, uh, he has, you know, shown his value by what, like all of, like he's the anti Akiva at this point. He can do everything and do it well. And so... She is like, wow, this is the kind of guy I want to be with. Like, uh, I feel like that she does not really understand the scope of the time loop. Uh, And I feel like this is going to come up a lot in the relationship. I don't know if she's ready for this. Okay. Yeah. Rob, Rob has a great point. We're supposed to appreciate how Phil has changed for the better, but it's still manipulative of him the way he's using this info about Rita, the way he is. And like, you know, as, 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 Kiva, as Akiva just said, he tells her he loves her on the first date, which she's cool with, apparently. And like at some point in their relationship, if they're building it based on trust, she's going to have he's going to have to tell her, like, I learned all this stuff about you. And she's I don't think he can ever tell her. I think he takes us to the grave. He's got to take it to the grave. Oh, I don't think he'd that, tell her. It's got to no, come he, up once they live in Punxsutawney. Like, how been, do you know every single thing about her yeah. in this town? And, I don't think they're going to leave the town. And he knows nothing about anybody else in the world. And yeah, he's well, going to realize the gravity. It's fine. He knows French. Yeah, he knows I mean, he's piano. He maintaining, can carve. He's Kreskin that he knows everything about every single person he I meets. I know. It's just funny that he's like created the world's smallest kingdom in Punxsutawney where he could have like really extended. He could have become like friends with the president or something. No, I don't he's, know. This is great. You want to be the big fish in the small pond. I guess. I guess mm. that's the message. Much here. better. Much better to be big fish in the small pond. 
Mm-hmm. You know, these okay, people that go pond. through Survivor, the people that have the best experiences are the people that are from like these like really small towns that become like super famous in their own small town. Right. People Nobody's that, ever like Manhattan's own for some like, uh, you know, minor right. reality star or something. Like there are people that, you know, went on Survivor, you know, 10, 15 years ago that are from small town. They're still the most famous person in the town. Mm-hmm. You want that. Yes. And this is perfect. Um, yeah, no, that that is that is a good point. Yeah, Phil, big fish, small pond. That is sort of what he what what he would do. Um, I'd like to know, Rob, Alex, if you were, we talked about this a little on day one, but if Alex, if you were in Bill Murray's shoes during this movie, if you were Phil Connors, in his what, booties, yeah, in his booties, what skills mm. would you try and learn, and then like what shenanigans do you think you get up to if there were basically ah. no consequences? Yeah. So, you know, right at the beginning of the movie, um, when he does the opening news report, we hear up next entertainment reporter Diane Kingman looks at sex and violence in the movies. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like this movie could have used a lot more sex and violence oh, because so and you guys did touch upon this. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think that if you could, you know, live the same day over and over with no consequences, mm-hmm. sex and violence would be much more prominently featured than they are in this mm-hmm. family. Do you so. think that mm-hmm. there should be an R rated Groundhog Day? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, it's so Alex is saying you would have slept with every single person in the town. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I mean, I think I think Phil did do that. We just don't see too much. Right. Probably true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> OK, so the movie is rated uh, PG, uh, this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did look this up today because I was curious about the ratings. And there was uh, some discussion on a few different websites about how maybe the movie should have been rated higher, should have been rated PG thirteen, um, and I found some uh, some websites uh, because mm-hmm. that the uh, on Amazon Prime they described the movie as having like a lot of sexual situations, which I the, that was not my experience. Yeah, with the film. I, my fear if we were gonna if we're gonna show these this movie to our boys later in the week, Rob uh, and Alex, you also have a bunch of sons, you could chime in too. My only the only scene I wouldn't really want them to see is like the toaster scene, just not to give them <laughs> any ideas. You know what I mean? Yeah. According like jump, to like the suicide scenes for two minutes. That's right. Uh, CommonSenseMedia.org. Uh, they give like a, a rating of one to five about the things. Uh, sex, romance, and nudity. They give it three out of five. Phil seduces women using pickup lines and innuendo. He's shown kissing a woman on the couch and fully clothed in bed. There's a joke about how a woman sounds like a groundhog. I thought he said chipmunk uh, when she gets really excited. Uh, references yeah. made to spending the evening reading pornographic magazine Hustler. Uh, so that's what's going on. Uh, they also give a one to five rating on things like drinking, drugs, and smoking, violence, and scariness. That was five. Like, there's a lot of it. Five and that's is good. a lot. Five is a lot. Um, they also give a rating from one to five on diverse representations. Uh, Alex, mm-hmm. can you give a guess of what the film Groundhog's Day got on the scale of one to five for diverse representations. I'm going to go with the zero. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it gets a one. This is not yeah. a particularly uh, diverse film. No. Yeah. Uh, although, not, 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 I would say, I'm not sure if Puxitani is probably the most diverse In town. No, no, but I do think that you could count on one hand the number of diverse characters that there yeah. are in this film. And, and characters. Kiva, how many synagogues and mosques are there in Puxitani? Mm. Uh, I'm going to guess zero. Yeah, I, I think that there might yeah. be less than five diverse speaking roles in this film. Yeah. Um, now, now, it is Rob, actually a very just, surprisingly reading small that. cast mm-hmm. for like a, a movie that had like big ambitions. Yes. 
Uh, in, in reading the description of the sexual situations, you mentioned how they're in bed clothed. One of, you know, like when you watch, I watched this on Amazon Prime, yes. you know, like there's like fun facts that pop yes. up. It said that in the final scene where they wake up in the morning in bed together, there was a discussion on set about whether, um, whether the two of them should have clothing on or not. And everyone, like the cast, the director, everyone, everyone on set voted and they voted that they should both be clothed. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I read differently. I read like a, like a long piece about it. And um, they said that it was 50-50. And then the tiebreaker where they asked like the youngest person on set, basically, like a young woman who said, well, that's not different. They You're should just be in the same clothes. Vote. Yeah, no, they said it was mm-hmm. just like yeah. 50-50. Vote. Yeah. But yeah. Again, yeah. as I said, all Hollywood stories are apocryphal. None of these stories. <laughs> I hmm. think that they should have been clothed because I think it sends the wrong message that it's almost like the message was, oh, that Phil had to uh, have a consummate the, the relationship oh, with yeah. Rita <laughs> to ultimately get to right. like to beat the level. Uh, and so, I think there's a practical reason why he's right. She's like the final boss. Yeah. There's a, there's a practical reason in that he has to be unsure when the day starts for dramatic reasons, if it's over and if he's naked, he'd know. So he's in the same clothes and then it's like, okay, um, you know, are uh, like they, they start playing the same song on the radio and then you realize they're, punking you it's february 3rd punks a tawny that's what they call it that that. (laughs) Um, now rob when you were reading that description of the of the rating you also mentioned how he uses pickup lines on multiple women can we talk about chris elliott's pickup line would you be interested at all in seeing the inside of the van? That's yeah. what I said. He's a creep. We, I can't that's believe we the, didn't talk about this more. Till that's the three. worst pickup it. line of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last person who said that line got and a, another a $12 million dollar lawsuit against them. Yeah. <laughs> and can't get a job at the Phoenix, uh, Phoenix Sun. The, when this van's rocking. <laughs> yeah, it is really. That is a really. He is such a creep. He's like rubbing her back afterwards. He he sucks. That, I feel like there could be a grittier like sequel about this character who is clearly uh yeah a sick man wow okay um speaking of so, so we could get a se- uh, we could get a whole series yeah. on netflix out of this movie you think i think we could speaking yeah. of um but it would get canceled after one season um uh, people who were maybe pulling moves on people we heard again from betsy if you remember betsy from day one she had said that she used to show this movie to all potential suitors in college oh, yeah yeah mm. um many times and we wanted to know if she had any specific moves so she said I made every guy I, date, I dated watch it with me, with me watching the physics lab in college. I said, that's weird in the school, but she wrote in and told us that uh, like they snuck in. That's like a fun college day. Okay. Sneaking into like a, a classroom and doing it. To watch Groundhog Day and, and doing it. Oh my Sunday. God, Akiva. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, it is what so you Betsy said. says, no. Betsy says um, uh, she had Bith prepared for the dates. But they were more like discussion questions that she would ask them. Please share. Planned questions she'd ask them afterwards. She says it should be noted that it didn't work. Ultimately, she married a man who refuses to watch the movie with her. Well, that was the the answer to the question. Uh Uh-huh. She made a deal with the devil. The only way to win was not to play. That's right. And to be honest, he probably was not right to watch. He was probably right to not watch it. He's probably like, hopefully he's not listening to the podcast. Find out about all these dates in college. But he'll probably have to watch it with me this weekend. Okay. Um, yeah, that is, uh, you know, so that we have some some answers from Betsy. But yeah, I don't know. Don't. My wife also came in. She's like, why are you watching this movie again? And I had to sit yeah. down and explain, you know, Robin, keep oh, yeah. the podcast and the wheel and Akiva, this is day three. Uh, yeah, my, my wife came in. I'm watching the movie on the iPad and I got to walk around the house and watch the movie. And she's like, 
aren't you sick of watching that yet? That's like, you make it like I have a choice. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm sick of watching the movie all day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I don't, I also don't want to go to the bathroom multiple times a day. Can you remind her that she's uh, been dating you for 20 years? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I feel like that this comes up all the time of like, uh, you know, that she's like, wait, do you want to be doing that? I'm like, 99% of what I do isn't what I want to do. Honey, do you want to move back to a two bedroom apartment in New York like this? But watching the movie, watching Groundhog Day seven times built this house, baby. Mm hmm. Yeah. And then she would laugh and and roll around. Yeah. Um, Except not laugh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So B Rose points out. He looked up the actress who plays Nancy, and she yeah. was born in 1962. Bill Murray, born in 1950. So she would have been 30 when the movie takes place. Bill Murray, clearly not 30. How does she believe him? The Nancy bit probably, Rose says, probably had to work. He had to work on that for a few days for it to work. No, we see it. It happens like on day four or five. That we see, but he's maybe implying that there's a lot of stuff happening. I don't think camera. so. Like, I think that that's sort of like in the very early going, like, I, I feel like that the first jump of days happens when he goes to the movie theater. And then, no, I think uh, you're right. Says, I think you're right. But but I think Pete's point is good. Yeah, but he like, also tells her that he looks. He says, "I was short in high school and I've sprouted." Yeah. Yeah. So maybe yeah. he's got like that the the Robin Williams jacket. Ah, so that's why. I mean, she doesn't recognize him. And yeah, there are people I guess could be fall to thirty. But he also does, yeah. has has one weird choice. I like the movie does with the teacher's name and the class because if somebody, I mean, I went to a very small school. But Rob, if somebody told you, and I think that happened to you with the ice cream yes, guy recently, yes, right? Yes, ice cream man. If someone told you, I, if some lady told you, hey, I sat next to you in 12th grade English class, first of all, would you remember your 12th grade English no. teacher's name? Okay. So you'd believe it. But then he says, yeah, I even asked you to the prom. And to me, that's weird because A, yeah. she'll know she didn't go to the prom with him. B, she mm-hmm. might remember like, hey, I didn't really get asked to the prom. Well, it's a reverse Ned Ryerson situation. Yeah. Yeah. And C... Like now you're saying, oh, but you rejected me because you were like a loser yeah, a or loser. you were short then or something like that's a weird choice that he makes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he- but, the, but the whole thing is a weird choice because anytime you tell somebody, yeah, we've met each other before and you don't remember me. What yeah, you're basically saying to that sure. person is, is I'm unmemorable. I'm a yeah, loser. You have the power in this relationship. Like he, exactly. Yeah. The reverse Ned. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he was, but now, now he's the big honcho on channel nine in Pittsburgh. So, mm-hmm. um, it also comes up for the first time that he has feelings for Rita when he's with Nancy because he keeps uh, saying her name uh, when he is like, I just feel like that's a weird way for him to sort of like acknowledge that he has feelings for Rita. So I don't really understand the whole relation between him. Like by the end of the movie, he's become a more earnest, kind, understanding person. And at that point, he's the kind of person who would be attracted to Rita. That part I understand. Mm -hmm. But when he's lying in bed with her in that last night, He's telling her that from the moment he saw yeah. her for the first time that that he loved her. And like, we know that isn't true because like she's like very earnest and like I always drink to world peace and like he's sarcastic and negative. And it, it doesn't like he's not trying to impress her at all at first. He's going out of his way to sort of mock her. Mm-hmm. And so it just it's not exactly clear to me. Like, again, the Phil he becomes is the kind of Phil who wants Rita. But like the, the Phil he is in the beginning doesn't it takes several thousand yeah. you know versions of the day for him to get Akiva, to like you've her. brought this so. up before right yeah i don't uh, yeah i don't i don't get it i, I just feel like he doesn't even remember the phil he was ten thousand uh years ago mm-hmm. you know like i i feel like that there are things that i was probably thinking you know 10 years ago that have like no bearing on how i think now 
I agree. I it is possible he has some sort of super memory. That seems to be as like one superpower. He's got memorization tricks. He does seem to be really good at um at memorizing things. So like it is possible he remembers everything more than the average. Well, person. no, if anything, I think he's developed those skills of how to remember. Oh, sure, that's very over possible. The course of, of course. like, but but yeah, I don't think he remember. Sure like if you get really good at memory uh, memorizing things, you don't remember things that happened to you five years ago. Old stuff. That's a good. That's true. You mm-hmm. don't remember. The yeah, old stuff. I've thought about this uh, a lot uh, about like. If you got like uh like the me from every like couple of years and like got us all together in like uh one mm-hmm. place to hang out like that I don't think that would be that fun of a time like uh we wouldn't <clears throat> all like the same things like some right. of the me's are like getting drunk and like partying and being crazy and then, like, some of the me's are like oh I want to go to bed and and uh you're like, saying <laughs> would would twenty year old Rob hate you I don't think they would we I'm sure there would be things that we would get in common but I don't think it would be a sure. fun hang necessarily. Right. Yeah. I, then I don't think you'd be interested in hanging with you. Yeah. You know, the, is it modern? Is the forty-year-old Rob allowed to tell the twenty-year-old Rob things that he can use, like like go back in time, betting and, stuff? Or sure, anything. Yeah. I don't know. What would I even say? Like uh, invest in uh, Apple. Yeah. I don't know. Buy crypto, but but sell in late. Yeah. 2021. Sell on this day. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Would it, you know? Start the podcast earlier. I, mm. I don't know. Could you go back in time and give yourself a strategy so that you win survive? I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare tell myself anything because I don't want to screw up uh, what ended up happening. Oh, butterfly effect. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Also, I, can, I feel like you could have bigger dreams at that point than winning, you know, a tax million dollars on survive. Don't trust there. Boston Rob. You got to tell yourself that one at least. I'm not telling myself <laughs> anything about this. Like, I feel like everything yeah. happened the way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Rob is living. He's saying the best version of his life possible. He wouldn't want to mess with it. Yeah, I mean, like, what then? Like, let's say I win. I, I win a Survivor season, and then like, what mm-hmm. happens if like, uh, like, oh, now I'm like partying all the time. What if I'm getting, mm-hmm. I, I get a, into drugs? Drug and, habit. Uh, you know, I don't meet my wife, and then my kids aren't born. Like, uh, like mm-hmm. I feel like it's a whole. But fair. But in that scenario where everything's different, very possible the Mets or the Jets win a championship, which has not happened in this timeline. I have thought well, there's about pluses and minuses. Yeah, you know? like uh, that. I, I think I did have a small impact on uh, the F- Phillies uh, winning uh, the World Series in mm-hmm. uh, 2008. But in the in the butterfly effect sort of way of life. Yes. 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 Uh, that, and and th- that's because, you know, I had a, you know, I, I had a memorable uh, like encounters with uh, a woman named Heidi who went mm-hmm. on to uh, become the wife of Cole Hamels. And I do feel like that, uh, you know, I think that she was probably like a galvanizing positive force uh, in, in his world. I think, mm-hmm. uh, and ultimately, like he, he won like you know five or six postseason games in that uh, in the in the year. What would you the, do? Would you sort of like switch the world where he becomes a Met? I no, I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't do anything. But I think that uh, like uh, I, I think that um, like I probably had some some impact on on her, which ultimately mm-hmm. then had like an impact on him. Like I don't think I did anything. I like, the, I like this idea. Yeah. They, like yeah. I, I've never had any encounter. Rob is responsible for the Phillies winning the World Series, which, in which, I do like which hurts me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If Akiva could go back in time, he would call Woody Johnson, tell him to draft Patrick Mahomes. That would probably. Be I mean, you probably would want to call Chris Johnson at that point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Woody's in UK uh, harassing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I want to talk about something about the groundhog. Uh, that the, There might be a, a fallacy to the entire groundhog uh, system here. Okay. Akiva. The groundhog comes out and sees a shadow or doesn't, and it's six more weeks of winter or what? Or winter's over. Winter's over that day, February 3rd? It's officially the end of winter? I think that's what it is. It's six winter. more weeks of winter. I, I feel or like it's, or, it's early, or early spring, but what are we doing? Like, what's early spring? Like, oh, only four March more 1st? weeks of winter? Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, like, we're, March 1st? Well, we're quibbling over like 10 days? I mean, nobody said this was like a great scientific experiment. There's a reason why I don't go to Punxsutawney, you know? Alex, do you have a thought on this? Like, what's the alternative? If it's not six weeks of winter, what is it? Yeah, no, I really don't understand how the whole groundhog it's, it's, situation works. This, this is a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I never have. Early spring start. If somebody has an answer for us, let us know for sure. Yeah, it, it's six, six more weeks of winter. And by the way, six more weeks is not terrible. That means it's over by mid-March. In like yeah, rural, March is in, technically go, winter, as they say in the movie, goes to March 21st anyway. So well, yeah. it's, it's February 2 to March 21 is almost, what is that, seven weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting yeah, so spring it, in mid-March, you're guess what? You're getting an early spring. That's great. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's if he doesn't months. see a shadow, it's longer than six weeks. It's eight weeks. Yeah, we need to know what the alternative is. Eight weeks is of here. winter? <laughs> you're getting winter till April? Oh my god. Oh, you god. think it's the opposite? No, that doesn't mean. No, sense. it's six I think it's six more weeks of winter or early spring, but like what, yeah. what like it's not like that winter's over today. So what what constitutes okay, an early yeah. if, spring? If Phil, if Phil does not see his shadow, he is, he has predicted an early spring. Mhm. Yes, but how much earlier? Yeah. Everyone's sort of stuck on this word, but nobody can define it. Yeah, when yeah. is when would an early spring be? Yeah. Okay, uh, that's just something that I'm like, I feel like that, you know, everybody's like, ooh, early spring, what a deal. But I don't think it's that yeah. much earlier than six more weeks of winter. Yeah. Okay. Well, There's Rob, I have terrible news for you. Yes. Yes. And, and I'm going to ruin, ruin the kayfabe. But it says here the inner circle scripts the Groundhog Day ceremonies in advance. Who's the inner circle? I guess the people <laughs> yeah. who top hats. The, the oh inner circle, uh, the inner circle recognizable from their top hats and tuxedos 
are those who ostensibly communicate with Phil to receive his prognostication. I mean, I think we really could have explored the whole like inner circle secret society of Yeah, of they Bunch might be have, they might be in with the devil honestly. Maybe they put the yeah. the hex on Phil. Mm. Okay. Yeah, he's like trash talking uh yeah, in the background it's possible. There's something interesting. It says here that um according to the lore, there's only one Phil. This groundhog has been alive since 1886. He is sustained by drinks of groundhog no. punch. Tap, tap, tap. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a point in the movie when Phil is taking uh, Rita on a bunch of dates. He's going to win her over. Okay. And he's trying to get this date perfectly uh, because, you know, if uh, you, you know, can correctly predict every single thing a woman likes, uh, then she will uh, go home with you. Uh, everybody knows that. And so yeah. that he is, uh, you know, taking her to the candy store and she says to him, wow, you ever get deja vu? Which I thought is so odd because yeah. that Akiva is, is Rita in That's some weird. way? It's weird. It's weird. Is he she imprinting could sense her? It. It's the vibes that we talked about that it, it felt familiar, but yeah, that is so weird that she says it because she is speaking for the audience at this point, but it makes no sense. She should be the only person not in on the yeah. joke. Now, Phil says earlier in the movie, uh, do you ever have deja vu? And, and the woman says, like, oh, I'll see. I don't know, but I'll see if the kitchen can make it. Um, but mm -hmm. for her to say, it almost makes it feel like that she is able to experience Phil's growth. Yeah, no, it is weird. Well, Is Rob, you do raise an interesting point that uh, a noteworthy point that <laughs> unlike unlike Palm Springs or Russian Doll, like a lot of the other time loop uh, movies and TV shows, Phil is all alone here. There's never anyone else going through the same thing as him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With, and yeah, which and I guess I guess that's sort of the wrinkle that these other later movies add to it, where there's other people doing the same thing and, and they sort of come across them. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So is it possible that Rita now? Is it once once Phil goes through this process, he doesn't forget it, right? It's it's not like he has the the you know the Men in Black normalizer thing. Like he, yeah, he knows he for the rest of his life that he had this experience. He, yeah, he so it's not like perhaps, good. So he obviously has memories. Sure. Yeah. Of, of All right. So it's not like Rita had her own experience about this. Maybe in, in an the past. earlier draft of the script, uh, allegedly she also was going through a time loop, also, but they cut that from uh, the script. I, I don't know how like she could have mm. been like reliving like her same day, and he would have been reliving. Uh, his same day, I guess in terms of it being like a like love story, romantic comedy, maybe that might be interesting. And and what's that other movie, Akiva? Palm Springs, Palm Springs, uh, you know, maybe maybe they do uh, a lot with that. But also just going back to the, when she says deja vu and they're in the candy store that she at one point says to him also like, and I don't even like fudge. Akiva, I thought Rita is uh, this ultimate truth teller. Like, why did she why, why did she tell a lie to Phil that she likes fudge when she doesn't? That is weird. But is she the ultimate truth teller or is it just we have to believe as the audience what she's saying? I guess it's just she's very nice uh, that. Yeah. Now, Alex, I feel like that you're quite a truth teller. Mm hmm. It's a nice thing to say. So, yeah. To but would you say that people also say that you're nice? Yeah, I think truth telling and nice are usually sort of opposite of each other, mm -hmm. right? Like Kramer was a great truth teller. Nobody said that he's so nice. Yeah, uh, Aaron, the biblical Aaron, the the brother of Moses, one of his uh, one of his 
positive characteristics in traditional Judaism is that he was very nice because he was not a truth teller. He would give uh, little white lies to make people feel better. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think those are sort of opposites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had this like, conversation. Like Akiva, you look very handsome today. <laughs> yeah, I've had this conversation with my son <laughs> about how, you know, like, because that he uh, often will be, you know, uh, more of a truth teller than mm. nice. And and I mm. say to him, like, like hey, like uh, where he was trying to tell his brother that he did something very, very, he was very bad at something. And I said, Dominic, but you like, you don't have to like hurt his feelings. Uh, you could tell him that he did a good job. He's like, dad, but you want me to lie and tell him that he did a good job when he didn't? I'm like, well, maybe you could say it in a different way that he, you, you were very proud of him that he did, that he did the thing, not that he did a good job at it. Mm, He's yeah. like, okay, I'm, I'll, I'll try that. That could my, be, my, honestly, that's put that on the census for the next census. Are, would you, are you, would you rather be nice or honest? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, Tim yeah. asks, well, is it cheating t- if it's Groundhog Day? <laughs> you guys said yesterday <laughs> it yes, is. Akiva, you said is. you wouldn't cheat. Yeah, but Alex is, I mean, Alex is, I asked it because Alex is here and I know he'd have some different takes on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if there's, I, I don't know, define cheating. I mean, here's the, here's what you I mean, can like, do. It's, 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 uh, it's definitely cheating, but it's a perfect crime. Is it sinful when he like, you know, kills himself? Or and the other two people, yeah, in the car. I guess. All right. So this is the question. I think morally, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you, okay. So let's say hypothetically, like uh, Phil was. Are we saying married or even in, in this relationship with? Uh, but let's just say that Phil hypothetically was married, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Phil uh, has a extramarital affair, okay, mm-hmm. on one of the days. But on the ultimate yes. day that he yeah. graduates from yes. the time loop. He doesn't know when that day is going to be. So every day, even after 10,000 days, there's did, still a chance. Did he cheat if he never actually in the real time canon? Like, I mean, did, did Phil, is Phil a murderer for driving off the cliff with Punxsutawney Phil in the car? Mm-hmm. Even though Punk's Tony Phil still even alive, though in the re- in the timeline that ultimately yeah. goes to February third, Punk's Tony Phil was not involved in any sort of an accident. I mean, he's risking it every time he's killing yeah. or 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 you know stealing or or cheating. He is risking yeah. a one in a thousand or ten thousand. I still chance. think that that was cheating, and ultimately, um, it, it, I put it this way: yeah, if you were able to spin it afterwards to your wife or me. I don't think we'd get away with it. Listen, yeah. I was in a loop. Oh, of course. For but, years. But, but, oh. That's a different it's question. Still, yeah. Yeah. If, you know, if I confess to my wife that I had some sort of like a uh, in my dream that mm-hmm. I was with another person, that would yeah. be that would be cheating. I would be for in sure. a lot of trouble. Wait, in dreams? I, you get, in, you get those, in trouble for dreams? I would. Well, that's why I don't have those dreams, have dreams, Alex. Yeah. You can't Alex afford it. That's why I have before. to wake myself up before that happens. <laughs> he pours cold water on himself at six oh one. Yes, six oh one. Alex would be like every morning. We wake up, tr- do the long distance call before, um, b- before the lines went out, and explain like, all right, listen, I explain this to you every day, but I'm. <laughs> 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 smart it's the, i'll be out of it one day but right now you're in the same loop it's 10 i'll tell you what you're gonna say next and he'd mm-hmm. work on it until you know yeah and 
I can't tell you how many times I've gotten in trouble for having an affair in my wife's dream. Not even an affair. Like I'm like, I'm like seeing somebody. Mm. I don't even know if it's, a, if it's yeah. an affair. I'm like, she knows about it. No, I, I've had my wife wake up to me in the morning and say, I'm mad at you because of what you did in my dream. I've mm-hmm. had that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I Very could logical. not imagine the scenario where I would like uh, be angry at my wife in real life for something she did in my dream. Mm. But it happens. Okay. Um, all right. How about uh, this one that I have? All right. At the end of the movie. Okay. Uh, they're on the dance floor. Phil and Rita. And there's a bunch of different people that are coming up to Phil, like, oh, hey, Phil, I got to thank you. You changed our tire. Uh, you did, you know, you did, blah, 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 blah. Um, that somebody addresses him as Dr. Connors uh, and claims that um, uh, Akiva is a message. He texted me that they're in a blackout. Okay. All right. So look, the, the, the blizzard, the blizzard got them. Alex, it's, it's okay. hit Akiva. Wow, we're flo- the, the, okay. We're down to the the engines are getting knocked out of the plane, but uh, he drove off the cliff with Puxatani Phil. Yeah, so we'll be back at six okay. o'clock. Don't worry. All right, um, should we keep going? Let me see. Yeah, uh, or should me- we have, should we have Jed come on and then here, I'll well, leave let me see. Like Hold on. Let me see if I can. Um, okay, here. Let me see if I can <laughs> just call Akiva, and then otherwise, uh, I might need I might need you to just finish the podcast. I think we're getting close to the end. Let me see. Mm, okay. Let me see if I can do this. Okay. Hello. Okay, Akiva, can you can do you copy? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Should we should we finish the podcast like this? You're you want to explain what's going on? Yeah, I just had we just had a blackout. There's a storm. Yeah. Um, I think uh, give me one minute. I think the the I thought the, the, I thought the storm was gonna hit oh, Altoona. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So all right. Then 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 we'll just wait. We'll just wait it out for you to come back. But I think th- this is good. This is going great, Alex. Mm. Uh, you came you came out of the bullpen throwing 102 miles an hour today. Thank you. I'm not I'm, I'm not always used Ram. to this from Uncle Kiwi. But uh, finding someone in the bullpen, managing the bullpen well, correctly. Well, throw, 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 throwing heat, throwing, throwing gas. He started 32 fans this, uh, today with the audio off. So he's ending uh, this one with the audio off also. Mm-hmm. All right. So I have something at the end of the movie. Okay. Phil and Reed are on the dance floor. A bunch of people are coming up to Phil like, oh, hey, you, you know, I got to thank you again. You saved my husband. Uh, I want to, you know, you changed, you, you were the fastest uh, Jack in the, in uh, Punxsutawney and that somebody comes up to him and addresses him as Dr. Connors uh, mm-hmm. and that, that Dr. Connors. Okay. And apparently he that the wife says, "Oh, you, you know, you fixed Felix back, and now he, and now he can do chores around the house again." And and Phil says, "Oh, I'm sorry, sorry about that, Felix." And they walk away, and Andy's like, "Doctor Connors," and he's like, "Ah, it's just like uh, more of a of, of a of a honorary title." Is Phil doing chiropractic adjustments in Punxsutawney, and why? How did he set that up in one day also? Like, how did he open up a shingle and do it? Because I was thinking, in theory, he could become. Alex, maybe ask this to Dr. Jen, your wife. Like, could he, if he spent years of his of his loop studying everything about being a doctor, he probably couldn't see any patients. But if, if he was able to read every medical book known to man and memorize it, do you think he could? Yeah, well, he's not licensed. A, yeah, sure. unlicensed. But do you think he could become a capable doctor without ever seeing a patient? Because I think I mean, maybe I, I think with all due respect to 
With all due respect to my wife, I think mm-hmm. becoming a master ice carver is harder than becoming a doctor. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I don't even how know. How many doctors do you know? I, how many ice carvers also, do you know? That, that, you know, you could be a doctor yeah. in 10 years. Uh, that, you yeah. know, that it takes more than 10 years to be- master ice carving. How does he master no. ice carving? Just from books, right? That's the most impressive. The, the, the piano, the French. And those he's so are fast at it, too. It's yeah. all done in one but, day. But uh, just 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 stick with the the chiropractic yeah. adjustment. How does this even come up? Why yeah, why why it... is this something that he, I mean? Does he just like see Felix like hunched over and he cracks his back uh, in a certain way? I think so. Time? He probably he says, walks like, by I'm him. a chiropractor and then does it. Yeah, cracks his back. Yeah. If someone came I, over listen. to you, your back hurt, and they were like, "Hey, I'm a chiropractor. Do you want me to try?" You wouldn't be like, "Do you have a degree on you? Like, can you show me your diploma?" You just let him do it. Mm-hmm. Well, would you look what happened to, with Elaine when she let Kramer do it? I don't think you'd let somebody start cracking <laughs> yeah. your bones. Did, did he sleep on a flat board that night? Yeah. Uh, th- listen, the medical accuracy of this movie is questionable. I like when he asks, what did the old man die of? And the nurse says he was just old. Like, yeah. that's a thing they say in hospitals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he died of it was his time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old age. <laughs> yeah. Oldness. Yeah. Um, the, somebody asks, uh, similar to getting addicted to the drugs. If Bill Murray got a tattoo during Groundhog Day, would it stay to the next day? No. I think the answer is clearly no. no. Is there anything he could do that would sort of stick to the next day? Is there any, like the guy in Memento does already, gets tattoos. Like, is there any way he could write papers or do anything that could no, sort of... No, he breaks be- the pencil. The pencil goes back yeah, to normal. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he There's nothing he can do. He'd have to, times. like, yeah. remember everything. Mm-hmm. Other than the things he doesn't try, such as staying up all night, which he appears never to try once, yeah. or, le- or leaving I mean, punk in the jail he cell, he might have tried. stayed up all night. That's true. Mm-hmm. I sh- we should have yeah, seen... What, we should have seen at a... 559, does he just disappear and yeah, zap They should have honestly explained this, and I'm kind of confused why they didn't. Mm-hmm. Another, it's weird to me, like Ramis, you know, sort of famously said he didn't want to explore the darker side of, of the, these consequences. As yeah. we said, no sex and violence. But we do have the montage of all the deaths, which is, is pretty dark. You know, as Akiva says, I don't think my, I, my kids should be watching uh, putting the toaster yeah. in, the, in the bath. Or, yeah, that's pretty. Honestly, that's really PG-13 ish. I agree. I, mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that, they that montage. That. Well, that they said in some of the additional materials that I read that really the outline of the movie follows through the five stages of uh, grief, which are mm-hmm. famously uh, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And I think that they probably really wanted to explore the uh, depression part of it, where having him uh, try to end the loop in any way that he thought was possible. I think they do need to explore that. Yeah, no, I agree. I just think maybe he doesn't have to like be in the toe. If it's a PG movie, doesn't have to like be in the bathtub. Well, maybe were they looking just for comedic ways for him to? I think the car crash is very funny. Like, yeah, it's a little sad that uh, PP dies, Punk's Tony Phil, but I I don't know (laughs) if that's what we call him. But I, but you know, the toaster is a little extreme. Jumping (laughs) off the building, whatever. Mm Hmm. Yeah. So I think that they were just trying to find ways to sort of like uh, lighten it up. I feel like uh, like, you know, that that's a very like cartoonish way to uh, perform that kind of an act. Mm-hmm. It's way, also very and I, I guess he is a selfish person, but it's extremely selfish to like step in front of a, tr- a truck to kill yourself because you're going to make that driver. I mean, it's only for one day, I guess, but just be racked with guilt the worst and, day of his life. Right? The driver is going to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, fortunately, it, it ends, you know, it's gone the next morning, but still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not uh, nice to put a stranger. Akiva, that. Did you watch any of the deleted scenes? No, because you said they were so bad. Yeah, if they were so bad. But, tomorrow. but in the deleted scenes that when he's like hustling pool, he's also making basketball bets. 
Oh, see, that I would have liked. But I understand why they take that out, because that's not really his goal to become rich. Which, mm-hmm. in fact, he can't become rich. So there's actually no reason to make them. Yeah, yeah there's but, no cons- Well, he steals he the money the one day time. In the hope that, you know, day 3,422 is going to be the last day. Mm-hmm. He also, when he steals the money from the armored car, we never really see what he does with that money. Well, that cuts to when he has when he shows up with with the uh, Mercedes. Oh, he, he goes bought, on a he date bought the Mercedes. The is that, is uh, that what happened? All that. Same well, day? everybody knows there's there's no Starbucks in Pakistani, but there's a Mercedes dealership. Obviously, Mercedes mm-hmm. dealer. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, oh, wait, hold on. Is that the same day? Are you saying that maybe that this woman could be a uh, paid a woman of the night? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, of course, there's also uh, high end brothels in Pakistani. Obviously, yes. well, there is a high end <laughs> piano teacher because. If you think about him paying $1,000, like if you're just like a lady who's a piano teacher in your own home and some guy comes to your porch and says, teach me piano. She's like, sorry, I have a client. I'll give you $1,000. Like if you let the person into your house, nine out of 10 times, they're like robbing you or killing you. It's hmm. crazy that he just wants to learn piano. So I'm surprised she says yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say I really liked the, 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 the piece that's playing that sort of spurs him to go seek the piano lesson, the piano mm-hmm. sonata in C. That was one of my favorite pieces to play as a kid. So Alex, uh, you're a piano like, player. Would you, do you think if you had endless amount of days, you'd maybe become like a world-class pianist? Well, I, you know, I, I wouldn't say world-class, but I was, I was a very good pianist, you know, as a kid. No, so if you that's had why another, to me, you know, that's, year, 10 years to, tra- to practice. Yeah, you know? that's why to me, the ice sculpture thing is the, by far the most impressive because that to me seems impossible with, even 10,000, you know, you said, Akiva, you couldn't learn French or play piano with 10,000 years. Ice sculpturing, no matter how much you practice, you still have to have like innate ability or, or I, I don't know. It's I think a, that, I could, that, by that, the way, that, learn French, but yeah, I couldn't do the ice sculpture. Yeah, the ice sculpture thing is the hardest for me to believe. Mm-hmm. Someone says, also, where's the, he getting, the, where, where in Puxatani is he getting the resources? Like he finds a piano teacher who, maybe they have a library, he finds a French book. Who's teaching him how to carve the ice sculptures? Yeah, I don't even know if they have a library big enough to have yeah. one ice sculpture. Do they have just like it. giant ice blocks at the ready for him to work on? But I guess if you yeah. have an endless amount of time, trial and error works. That's one frustrating thing, probably, that some days he, he spends just trying to pick up one piece of information to help him out with picking somebody up or whatever. Mm-hmm. It must suck if you like blow it one day or you forget or like you don't go in the order you're supposed to and then it's like, whoops. It's like going back. Yeah, to but we see that on the dates the where game. he like says the wrong thing and then he tries again. When yeah, he makes a mistake, saying, does then he the have whole to... day has been blown. It's interesting. Well, yeah. So that's my question. Does he have to wait until six a.m.? Like, does he have to sit around for eight hours? No, he could kill himself. So when he kills himself, it immediately goes to six a.m. Sometimes he have to for, for him, but for everybody else, they still have to go through the rest of the day. Which I yeah, think but is maybe very, there's a know. practical point in him jumping off the building. Yeah, but I think he could just go and like, all right, well, all right, this date is over. All right, I'll be I'll be back tomorrow, and then just go like rob a bank or like you know create like other mayhem in the city. Do you think he thinks that there's a chance at the end of the movie that February third is going to be a loop for him also? That would be rough. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like he must be a little nervous going to sleep at night on February 3rd. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, is this going to be how like think about how this movie ends. Like like you're you're in. First of all, this is a a trivia question for Rob. Do you remember the call letters of the news station he works for? No, no, it's WPBH. Anyway, so you're uh, the executive producer at WPBH. Yeah. Imagine you get a call. It's like, all right, we sent these people on like a four hour job. Uh, three people to Punks Tony. Two of them who appeared to not know or like each other before this are never coming back. They are moving in. I know they've been yeah. gone in the in the you know real time for well, less than a day. 
I do they are think moving to Punks of Tony together. That the experience that Phil has has like altered him in a way that I think even if he was going to continue to relive uh, February 3rd now over and over again, I, I think that he would find the like inner uh, peace uh, with that. And I think that he would mm-hmm. um, accept that, especially no now. one would be better suited for it than him, no one right? would be better suited. And I think that he would be up for the challenge. So I don't think that he would wake up uh, with February 3rd over again and it'd have it be a total nightmare. And that's fair. Laughing segment, Rob, uh, we watched the movie for a third time. Uh, you said yesterday you didn't laugh. Did you laugh at all no. watching the movie today? What about Alex? Alex? Did you laugh? Did you laugh? Did I laugh out loud, like a literal LOL? I, I don't think so that I recall, but I was also watching it by myself on 2X in my office. Right. <laughs> you, you've seen this movie a bunch before, to be fair. And I've seen the movie before. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would be more likely to laugh there, about something funny, that was said on the moments. podcast that uh, I, that if it comes up to that point in the movie, like I might remember something ah, that was said you. here. It's like a callback. Yeah. A callback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie has very bad credits and 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 they're getting worse what do you mean the opening 15 minutes of the film yes. are getting yes. harder and harder to watch i agree the f- opening very 15 minutes, i notice more things because they're so boring so um, boring. by the way yeah my, by the way my laugh was when he when he they're on the railroad tracks uh and he's like you know people always tell you stand up straight be nice to your sister be kind to others don't drive on the railroad tracks. I don't know. That makes me laugh because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. People have to tell you that one? And the other guy says, that uh, happens to be one that I agree yeah, with. Yeah, 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 I agree yeah. with. Those guys are funny. Uh, mm-hmm. I-, I love that Michael Shannon, you know, this is his first movie credit. And he, 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 his first movie credit is playing like a smiley, earnest, happy guy, which is so incredibly off brand for him. It's just very funny that that's his first role. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask Rob, what would you do or what would your wife and my wife do? If for our wedding present, we were gifted tickets to WrestleMania. Hmm. Yeah, probably not happy. I don't think she's writing the thank you note there, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You probably have to write that one. Yeah. Maybe if it's like some sort of like VIP tickets where it's like we're in a box or something. You would go to WrestleMania in a box. There's no level of Venus or Inus. Yeah. (laughs) That that my wife would be interested in going to a wrestling wrestling match for she wouldn't be interested, yeah. but I think that my wife would be um, excited about going to some sort of like uh, a, a an event that other people wanted to go to. Like, I think that mm-hmm. at some point she would be excited about like, oh, this, you're going to be in, you know, the uh, VIP box at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that maybe uh, might be able to like get her a little intrigued. Is there a more dated word than the word Bill Murray uses in this movie? Humdinger. Humdinger? Humd- He's like, that's a real humdinger. What is? I don't even, what do you remember where he says it? I have to, we have now we have to watch for tomorrow. Yeah, what was the hum? What was the humdinger? I just wrote down in my notes humdinger. Mm. I bet there's more dated words in this movie than humdinger. Humdinger is a Ned Ryerson word, I would think. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but Bill Murray says it. I agree. Yeah. It should be something that he says. I mean, doozy is a Ned Ryerson word. Rob, have you ever uh, the, not kosher for Keith and I? Have you ever had blood sausage? No. What is it? It, it, I looked it up on Wikipedia. It sounds so gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't sound it's super like, appetizing. It's like congealed. Well, uh, but uh, Rita likes it. Mm-hmm. Does she really? He, though? He, she says she does. He uses it as his example of like the grossest, like stoop. Yeah, like the same way someone would be like, oh, yeah, people, uh, the most popular show was uh, Young Sheldon or whatever. Like mm-hmm. he's saying it for my wife watches Young Sheldon. I'm not I'm not knocking Young Sheldon if you watch it. But mm-hmm. the is like, <laughs> yeah, people even watch like blood sausage. Like it's like it's something people know what it is. 
Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just falling out. Maybe they like shame people and they stop liking it. It used to be popular. Yeah. Also a flapjack. I don't know what a flapjack is. Do you know what a flapjack pancake. is? It's pancakes. It's I think it's pancake. like, I, that's what I thought. But when I Googled it, it seems like it could be a cookie or something. The Dr. Seuss word. Mm. Flapjack? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any more questions from the listeners? Lots. We have some theories, but we already dropped one today. I want to do like one theory a day. Um, did either of you guys, Brad, want to know, catch any timeline breaks? So there are any timeline things that, that you caught that maybe don't make any sense. Um, what do you mean like a timeline break? Like maybe something when, is inaccurate, basically. Like when a, he's a, walking a towards when he's walking towards Ned Ryerson in the background, on some days there's flags in the background, on some days there aren't. You notice mm. that? No, the, um, Amazon told me that. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think there are some continuity errors uh, in the film, like sometimes like uh, that Bill Murray does things faster than he would have, but the same things are still happening. Oh, the so. big goof that a bunch of people wrote in on is that uh, in early February, it would not be light at 6 a.m. in oh. Punxsutawney. Okay. And it, it, it would not until about 7.30, but everyone said it's crazy that it's yeah. light there. Got oh, and, and yeah. another, another goof that Amazon told me in the first minute of the movie um, it says at the beginning of the movie, Phil is giving the weather report. He says if he had a choice where he could be, he would be in Elko, Nevada, because that's where the nation's high is of 79. In fact, on February 1st, the day before Groundhog's Day, Elko would be very cold. It would uh, it would not be a place that would have the nation's highest temperature in February. The highest temperature in Elko, Nevada. How do Nevada, they know? I mean, the highest temperature day. ever recorded in Elko, Nevada was 69 degrees in February of mm-hmm. 1905. Hmm. This is a, a character from IMDb that I wrote down. So Phil is playing with the band, right? And the piano yeah. teacher is happy about it. And she says, ah, oh, I'm so proud of him, blah, 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 blah. Even Max, they had one lesson that day, right? For an hour or something. So how, why would she be proud that she gave one lesson to like this world? You, you said this, piano uh, Kiva, are you in a time loop? You said this on the <laughs> podcast, either yesterday or the day before. No, I'm saying something different. <laughs> okay. I'm talking Say about the jazz band versus just. Well, yes. this is a Groundhog Day. We should say all of our things every day. So you're saying that the jazz band yeah. would have had a piano player already? No, I'm saying why is she taking any credit for this? Yeah, that was the exact question you asked either yesterday or the day before. As a listener, I can tell but you. That I was talking about at the house, and now I'm talking mm-hmm. about it in the, in the, with the band. No, you were specifically talking about when she says ha- proudly, he's my student. And you said, right. why is she taking credit for that? Okay. Why don't you be like the people that tweet me, uh, the the roosters giving eggs or whatever? <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a fair question. I, I want to also shout out another uh, casting uh, mm-hmm. uh, find that in the beginning of the movie, uh, the late great Willie Garson, uh, most famously Stanford uh, from Sex and the City, who recently passed yes. away. Uh, yeah, that he's he great. Sh- he shows up there. Uh, he is a. Uh, what would you say? Like a, a, a one of the the PA, yeah, or the I I felt like that he's sort of a one of the top executives there uh, at the news station talking about that. Um, executive, he's an underling though. He's, he's underling? his dream is to do the five o'clock weather, right? Okay. Yeah, By the way, I'm to be credits him as an assistant. So assistant, okay. Uh, Akiva, we were having a conversation yesterday about uh, does Phil really have an offer from the Home Shopping Network or is Chris Elliott just zinging him? What was your uh, take on that today? No, I still think he's making a joke. I think it's like uh, Home Shopping Network was probably new and it was like funny to joke about. And that's my my guess is that he's just making fun that it's like the worst network. Alex, do you have a thought on this conversation? Yeah, I'm I'm on the other side. He's bragging about how he has a network offer. And the way that Chris sort of blows up his spot, it seems like uh, Chris is saying something accurate. 
Yeah. Oh, and I feel okay. like that. And, and Phil's like, yeah. I'm okay, only thanks. inviting people on, uh, you know, <laughs> going forward that, that, that agree with me that he's mm-hmm. being uh, mm-hmm. joking about it. David, I don't know how to say his name, Pasqueezy, the guy who plays a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the smarmy uh, second gentleman in Veep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. And then casting, which I think you were asking about, Rob, apparently, according to Amazon, Tori, Tori Amos was considered before Andy McDowell um, for the Rita character, which wow. I was just looking her up on Wikipedia. She, not an actress at all. I mean, a pretty high profile singer in the early 90s, but, but not an actress. Mm, again, this is more Hollywood bumbo jumbo. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but what, what motivation do they have to make that up about her of all people? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great lie. No one's going to call you on that. Okay. Um, going back to Andy McDowell, do we have a favorite Andy McDowell role? Is there anything else that she's in that we well, really, I really like her, her in? Uh, in Made? Um, she is the mother with a lot of issues, and ah. the star of the show is her real life daughter. Mm-hmm. Is very good. Netflix show Made. Yeah, I know she's so in Multiplicity. Uh, not mm-hmm. uh, not a movie that I know well. I know it's a beloved film for some. Mm-hmm. Or is it? She's in Four Weddings and a Funeral, or, mm-hmm. or, or Three Men and a Baby. One yeah. of those. Let's movies. see. What's her big four on? The IMDb. Okay. Uh, her big four. Her, her Mount Rushmore on IMDb. Of course, Groundhog Day. Uh, yes. Four Weddings and a Funeral. Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Okay. There's not a lot of videotape in this movie other than what Chris Elliott films. Yeah. Uh, and Hudson Hawk. But there's lots of lies and a little bit of sex. Mm-hmm. All right, that's not a bad four, although none of them are recent. Hudson mm-hmm. Hawk, what is that? Hudson Hawk, Bruce Willis was, I think, was famous for being like a big flop at the box office. Yeah, it was Bruce, a flop. It was, yeah, it was like a big effort that that flop. Bruce Willis uh, action hero movie. Catch the excitement. Catch the adventure. Catch the hawk. Hudson <laughs> Hawk. <laughs> Put in the crappy movie diaper. All right. Um, all right. I think we got to start to wrap things up uh, here for today. Uh, Alex, mm-hmm. any other thoughts here? What is this? Some kind of one night stand? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Will you marry us? Yeah. Oh, okay. In that case, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what, 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 how did she think it wasn't a one night stand? She knows that he doesn't live in Puxatani. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, were they getting married in her, in her mind? Well, apparently once yeah. he offers it, she, uh, she's all into him again, even when he messes up her name again. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, valid question. Was she all. a local or was she just in town for the festivities? She says she never misses it. Oh, well, she she's from she went to high school in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think she goes by a, herself. That's a weird thing to do by yourself. Yeah. Mm. You know, well, I think she like, must already live there. According again, according to Amazon, she's such a big fan. It. She moved to Punxsutawney. Amazon like claims that this show. movie is what made this a big event. Like it was just a local thing in Puxatawney. Oh. Uh, listeners have written in uh, the same thing. I can't tell you how many people keep writing in and saying like, we watch it every year. I watch it with my dad. I like so many people. It's such a family movie. I had no idea. Never watched Maybe that should be the site of the next live show, Punxsutawney. I would do it. I, that's on one February, of the people on February 2nd. Akiva, Rob, Chester. Would they go to Gobbler's Knob and find a hot tub and do the podcast but, uh, live from Gobbler's Knob. Alex, I said we should go off season, though. Mm. Does anybody go to Puxatawney in any other season? <laughs> That's true. It's like going to the Hamptons a little bit. I think we could run this you know, town. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Movie not shot in the town, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mm-hmm. want to go to Woodstock, Illinois? Yeah, uh, Woodstock, Illinois. Go to Woodstock. Okay. All right. Um, Alex, anything else you want to plug? Uh, no, I will not be here okay. tomorrow or the next day or the next day. This is a one-time appearance for me. Uh, yes. I survived. Okay, well, I learned all my lessons. Uh, and can I'm we do on. grades, though? Okay. I mean, we do want to plug. First of all, you do want to plug 32 fans, the show we 
do together. We just recorded a, a Super Bowl preview. We talked about the Super Bowl for maximum five minutes, but you know, mm, yeah, it was a lot more talk. What did we talk about? Yeah. Bar mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a lot about bar mitzvahs. Uh, how oh, by much, the way, if you it's the know 13th much, year and, uh, birthday of Rob as a podcast on Sunday. Yeah, we got the bar mitzvah for RHP oh, coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, yeah, I, I revealed how much money I got for my bar mitzvah. Hopefully, RHP gets more money for their bar mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, other fun stuff. NGOG also should be coming out. Ali says, if you want to know what undunking it is, listen to that episode. It is uh, quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but can we rate? Yeah. By the way, should I where start an eighteen dollar a podcast uh, Patreon tier on Sunday? That would be funny. Yeah. Or should it be thirteen for bar mitzvah? Hmm. No, probably eighteen because it's more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be funny. Hi. If RGP maybe, maybe is your thirteen life, in Minnesota, but, but eighteen in New York. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. If RGP is your life, then hi. Mm-hmm. The high, the high, uh, the high Patreon level is for you. That would be funny. Okay. All right, Akiva, what's coming up for you? Oh, you want to do your ratings? Okay. What's your rating yeah, on the movie? Rating. Well, Alex, you're a guest. You go first. How, what do you think about the movie and how sick of you are after listening to the podcast for two days and being on it? What What am I rating it out of? Out of five? Out of ten? ten. Out of ten? You listen to the podcast, so it's ten groundhogs. Okay. Okay. Um, I will give the movie. I will give it eight point nine groundhogs. Okay. Okay. So it's a very good movie. But I've only watched it once in the last three days. That's three true. Days. That's true. Nobody's uh, given a decimal point yet. Yeah, I like oh. I, I like the score of the decimal point. It shows he's okay. putting thought into it. All right. And what about the podcast project? Uh, I'm loving it. More Renap, better Renap. Okay. Should we go mm-hmm. daily with Renap, but just in general, Akiva? Permanently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my I mean, wife is not like... If you're offering, I'm accepting. It's, it's yeah, no, I it's feel no like we're in a, gr- a good groove here. I we are like in a good like, groove. Wait, we're doing we well. What did we talk about last week? What was the last episode? And, and, I, and I gotta compliment you guys also, because I thought, uh, especially knowing Akiva, at least the way he treats 32 fans, I guess Renap is more important mm-hmm. to him. I thought if they're going every day, these episodes are gonna be like 20, 30 minutes long. But no, you've been pumping out an hour and a half every day. So. I mean, I cleared my schedule. This is the advance. This is, yeah. this, is, this is my idea. So I really had to like, I didn't want to be the the stick in the mud. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, you know are they gonna so, are they gonna I mean, get shorter yeah. each day, Rob? No, I no, don't I don't think so. I, I, my, I, 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 I have I do have, have another that. another thing. This is my busiest day of the week today, so I got I do have to run. Um, we do have uh, yeah. All right, so my score yeah. is a I will say for the movie it's slipping a little bit. I, it's still a great movie. I just this is on the third time I'll say a seven point eight. The podcast a ten. I you know uh you know we I'm having a great time. I don't regret it. I just the goal was yeah. to not regret it. I, you know, I didn't want to force Robin into something he didn't like, but, you know, so far it's going yeah. well. I would say the movie, I'm a little bit down to a seven on the movie, uh, <laughs> but I'll okay. say I'll, I'll say I'm uh, still a nine on the podcast projects. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll and take. Alex, this was great to have you here. Of course, we all mm-hmm. miss Eric, but you, that you came in out, out of the bullpen in a spot start through heat out of the bullpen. And we appreciate that. Okay. Uh, Came happy in to with, uh, be with in the takes. bullpen. Yeah, on short notice. Uh, so uh, that, thank you f- uh, so much for being here and uh, helping us have a great podcast today. Okay, and I'll hear you guys tomorrow and the next day. And the next day, I'm excited. And the next day. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Take care, and we'll see you tomorrow.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply